0: A bit about us and where the data is coming from. So, uh, we are an independent market uh, intelligence and research and advisory firm for student housing and other rented residential asset classes. Uh, we uh, uh, monitor entire uh, global market with about 130 markets and sub-markets and about 6,500 buildings in these asset classes. Uh, We're including the uh, 100 KPIs about each city market and building. We have offices in uh, Latin America, Europe and Asia, Uh, follow the high level of credentials of uh, memberships that you can see like UN and SMR, and uh, we monitor about 700 uh, groups in uh, student housing and 200 portfolios uh, globally, and working with about 30% uh, upper market uh, from this. Fast facts about uh, uh, the asset class and where we are uh, in relation to uh, financing and, and, and transactions. So, uh, last uh, five years actually uh, have been recording the record growth, uh, up to 16 billion investment value per annum. We, you only see up to 2018, but uh, uh, in 2019 uh, the volume of investments in the uh, UK and Europe and the rest of the world went from 6 billion to 10 billion. So in 2019, so it increased. So it was even greater, uh, but we uh, haven't completed the data yet. And in 2020, uh, so far, we are at the 10 billion uh, investments uh uh, in, uh, in, in Europe and the rest of the world. The United States uh, is not included in that. So uh, transaction-wise, the asset class is still strong. Uh, it still uh, fares uh, constantly in top five investment sec- uh, prospect sectors out of the 23 asset classes. Uh, um, and uh, demand is still growing faster than supply, even in uh, COVID times. So arrivals might be weaker. But we have about uh, uh, 300,000 new uh, students, so increasing number of students. Uh, uh, but we have only 50,000 new vets, uh, so uh, 300,000 new mobile students while only 50,000 vets per annum, so the gap is actually widening. Um, we still have low provision rates in booming uh, markets uh especially across continental europe or some uh, new markets like ce Latin america Australia uh, we experienced the uh, country cyclical asset class so it's not pandemic resilient but is less affected than other asset classes and um, uh, what uh, we are experiencing as we are doing the occupancy check uh, recently is that uh, even in these times the occupancies are uh doing relatively well later on in the next slide uh, we have about 150 new uh groups investing in student housing each year now so uh, uh as we had about 450 two years ago we are at 700 companies so there are new arrivals uh, to this asset class uh there is room for consolidation so uh, out of the 200 portfolios Globally, um, two thirds of them are smaller than 5,000 bets, uh, and a majority uh, are sort of still single assets. So, there is a, a lot of room for transactions, consolidation, and financing uh, opportunities. Uh, and we have strong pipeline in Europe, it's about 98,000 bets to be conclu- con- uh, constructed in the next two years. Um, so, uh, there is a lot of uh, a lot of uh, new product coming to the market uh, uh, and we have uh, still quite higher initial yields than other asset classes. Uh, so uh, the sort of uh, yield spreading between uh, uh, entry and exit is uh, somewhere in between 200 to 300 BPS in the horizons of five to seven years. Uh, so it still offers relatively. Uh, a good opportunity for, for investors. Uh, market temperature, so where we are. So uh, looking at uh, lettings uh, and uh, booking agencies reporting uh, relatively good numbers. Um, uh, the arrivals and occupancies uh, as we have data so far. Uh, wherever the students are able to uh, come and occupy the premises. So, I'm discounting all the markets where the students cannot come. Uh, so, in uh, uh, in markets where this is feasible, the occupancies are in between 80% to 98%. Um, especially well is doing Germany uh, and CE, where the occupancies are 95 to 98%, uh, uh, a little bit less so the other part of uh, Western Europe. Uh, but uh, this asset class has been uh, impacted a little bit less than than other asset classes. Students are arriving even though the study is online, uh, even though they have to be self-isolated or quarantined for two weeks, uh, which is a little bit of a surprise, and most of the operators actually notice a little bit higher numbers than they expected uh, back in spring. Uh, We don't see divestments. Uh, on the other hand, we see opportunistic investors and new investments in uh, PBSI during COVID. Uh, we see, uh, you know, a lot of uh, online participation at uh, student housing events. So, uh, it's uh, almost uh, twice or to three times more uh, uh, delegates coming to the events. Of course, it's because uh, these are the only options and all the webinars and sessions, are not these more participants, But uh, out of the webinars uh, that we have had the chance to monitor, uh, probably uh, it's one of the highest increases uh, that, that we noticed. So we have seen uh, uh, 25 transactions this year uh, in Europe, uh, uh, worth about 10 billion. Uh, euros uh, which uh, is uh, more year-to-date but is also is mostly thanks to the big uh, close to five billion transaction of uh, in the UK that happened at the beginning of the year uh, overall the transactions in terms of number of transactions are for the first half of 2020 42 uh, percent down so it's not fatal uh, and there are a number of deals that are elaborated uh, these days and uh, that uh, uh, investors and banks are working on. So second half of the year, especially the end of the year, is expected to be relatively strong. Um, this slide is to set the scene. Um, so uh, uh, we plan to work, to, to talk about uh, equity and debt uh, changes over time. Uh, so uh, how was it in 10 years ago and now? Uh, five years ago and now in some markets, how is it now after COVID, uh, how the LTVs changed, uh, how debt and capital and debt provision is uh, across the market, how does it vary, as well as uh, how does it vary across the maturity of the market, uh, so how does Poland compares to UK, let's say, and then also what is the difference in uh, uh, equity and debt provision uh, when it comes to uh, new buildings uh, and operating asset transactions. Uh, And uh, as mentioned, uh, uh, intentionally we wanted to give uh, a view of uh, uh, different stakeholders from industry. So uh, it's great that uh, we have representative of uh, banking, investor, uh, institutional view, and as well as we will look at alternative uh, like mezzanine or stock exchange. When it comes to stock exchange and going public, uh, the industry is in a a stage that we have less than 20 public uh, companies out of the 700 and out of the 200 portfolios uh, in in an industry. So uh, perhaps uh, this might be one of the uh, newly open options in this level of maturity of the market. Just to uh, uh, give it a hint for the, for the panel, uh, we have 98,000 bets coming to the market, uh, 45,000 bets are already in construction, 53,000 to be started and concluded by 2022. We talk about 6 billion uh, volume of you know, investments coming to the market. And we expect about uh, minimum 20 billion transactions in 2021 and 2022 in, in Europe uh, which uh, represents a, a, a good food for conversation now about uh, the debt equity and debt and financing <music>